Oh, what is the excuse, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the GX WrestleCast. We're on episode 111 of my little wrestling recap show, where once a week I go through all of the major WWE and AEW shows, give you the review, give you the recap, let you know what's going on in both of the companies, storyline-wise, wrestling, all that stuff. At the end of the show, I give out my three stars of the week, awarding my three favorite matches that I witnessed with my eyeballs that week. And when there's ever a major pay-per-view for either company, I will do a separate review for said pay-per-view. So let's dive into this week's recap. We got Monday Night Raw there in Kentucky. I've been there before. We're starting off with a six-man tag team match. It's the New Day and Jey Uso versus Imperium, Gunther, Vinci, and Kaiser. Nice combo from New Day. Kofi hits a frog splash on Vinci's back. Gunther locks Kofi in a Boston Crab, and he's just trash-talking Jay Uso. So Jay walks in and just straight-up bitch-slaps Gunther in the face. That was awesome. Gunther catches Jay Uso's spear attempt, then nails a wicked lariat. Jay counters Gunther's splash, hits a spear. Imperium are there to break up the pin. New Day with a 1D out of nowhere with Uso, who nails a splash, pinning Vinci for the W. Good back and forth match to kick off the show right here. Crowd though was so quiet, oh my goodness, I was shocked. When they hit that 1D, that crowd was crickets, I couldn't believe that. But uh, yeah, New Day, they were great, hitting nice combos together, I was digging that. And Jay, my dog, stop spitting in your hand, that is gross, yeet. 7 at then. We move on to an elimination qual- elimination chamber qualifying match. It's Bobby Lashley with B-Fab and the Street Profits versus Bronson Reed. Bronson squashing Bobby with a senton. That just looked so painful. Ow. Lash- Lashley, Bobby battles back, tossing Bronson off of the top rope. Bobby hits a spear and checks his ticket to the elimination chamber. Honestly, kind of a disappointing match right here. I wasn't really feeling any of the chemistry in the ring. Some of the slams just didn't look good at all. Uh, not the best match right here. Gonna give it an eh. We got Sami Zayn with a passionate interview. That gets cut off by Shinsuke talking trash. They're gonna fight about it later. We got Cody Rhodes asking Kentucky what they would like to talk about. Brings up The Rock calling Cody in the fan base. The Cody Crybabies on Pat McAfee's podcast. Alright. Seth Rollins makes his way to the ring. Cody thanks Seth for having his back at the press conference. Rollins tells Cody, You gotta finish the story. Warns Cody this could be the last chance anyone has to take the Universal Championship from Roman Reigns. Seth tells Cody he doesn't have to fight his battles alone. <gasps> oh my goodness. Hell yes, Seth. That was a excellent promo right there from Seth. A lot of truth in his words, and Cody was Cody. He did good too. Thumbs up. I like that segment. New Day and Jay Uso, they're celebrating backstage because Jay has been given an intercontinental title shot next week versus Gunther. Just a quick little funny moment right here. We move on to another Elimination Chamber qualifying match. Liv Morgan versus Zoe Stocks. Zoe with a Death Valley driver onto the apron. How you doing? Liv rebounds with a top rope code breaker. Zoe misses a Phoenix splash. Liv nails Oblivion pins and qualifies for the Elimination Chamber. Really solid back and forth match. Morgan's selling was fantastic. It's just wow, that was really, really good stuff. 
And I see the chemistry in the ring here with Zoe. I would be down for Zoe and Liv to get into a situation with each other. It's a pretty damn good match. We move on. It is Damien Priest again telling R-Truth he isn't in the Judgment Day. This time, Damien is mean about it. We move on. It is J.D. McDonough with the Judgment Day versus R-Truth. Truth desperately calls The Miz, begging for him to help out with the Judgment Day, but The Miz isn't here. Oh, no. Truth paying homage to his hero, John Cena, using his moveset, including the five-knuckle shuffle. Judgment Day stops Truth with the devil, or sorry, J.D. McDonough stops Truth with the devil inside suplex for the victory. Our truth I mean, still moving so good at 52 years old, I can only dream that I'm going to be moving that good at 52. Entertaining match. You know, Judgment Day, swarm and attack our truth DIY run down with chairs to save him. Moving on, we got Becky Lynch. She cuts a promo talking about her obsession with wrestling and the struggles that comes with that obsession. Becky grabs a drink and shares a cheers with the crowd, and then Nia Jax politely enters the ring with Becky. Everyone's thrown off by this. Nia almost in tears, claiming she has all the respect for Becky, and Becky will win the Elimination Chamber. And then Nia turns, says she's going to beat Rhea Ripley for the title, and then beat Becky at WrestleMania. Rhea Ripley arrives, charges at Nia Jax. They brawl for a little bit. Becky ends up getting squished in the corner during all the chaos. This was an awesome promo right here from Becky Lynch. Nia, good acting. I mean, she did kind of seem like she was going to cry. And Rhea, good insanity. Good segment right here. Thumbs up. We got R-Truth hanging out with DIY backstage. And R-Truth mistakes DIY for DX. Johnny is Shawn Michaels and Champa is Triple H. Fucking classic R-Truth right here. Thumbs up. We have another Elimination Chamber qualifying match. It's LA Knight, yeah, versus Ivar with Valhalla. Knight leaps to the top rope, nails Ivar with a superplex. Ivar, nice spinning slam and a sit-out powerbomb. Valhalla distracts LA Knight, yeah. Ivar spinning back kick, but he misses the doomsault. Knight hits the BFT pins and qualifies for the Elimination Chamber, yeah. Solid match, you know, good pace. Both guys got their shit in. Yeah, pretty standard match, nothing too crazy. We have Adam Pierce. He is trying to set up a women's last chance battle royale for the final spot in the Elimination Chamber. We got Chelsea Green. She's back there being all annoying. Indy Hartwell puts her in her place, while Candice LeRae stands there and doesn't do a whole lot. Main event time. It is Shinsuke Nakamura versus Sami Zayn. Sammy counters a Kinshasa into a blue thunder bomb. Shinsuke smacking around Zayn, firing him up. Sammy turns Shinsuke inside out with a nice lariat. Sammy sets up the Haluva kick, but here comes Drew McIntyre. Runs down for the distraction. Shinsuke nails a Kinshasa while Sammy's back is turned. Shinsuke pins and wins. Boo, long and boring main event with a lame finish. Thumbs down for that. Drew and Shinsuke beat down Sammy after the match. Cody Rhodes runs down for the save. Cody Cutter to McIntyre, crossroads to Shinsuke, and that's all she wrote. Pretty solid Raw overall. I don't know what was going on with Kentucky, y'all, but super low energy crowd. Sounds like they had to, like, turn up the crowd volume at points. Like, you're getting that 
um, hair dryer pot that was very prominent on SmackDown a long time ago. But um, yeah, at this point, I don't think I'm down with Shinsuke anymore, man. Like, his matches, just disappointment after disappointment. He gets set up with all these great opponents, and you're expecting these, like, awesome strong style matches and it's just it's just never there decent wrestling overall i guess uh the segments though were the highlight of the show some fun moments and great promos from seth and becky six out of ten for monday night raw now we slide to nxt we got aura mensa and noam dar they're just chilling in the back and then they get sneak attacked by vaughn wagner and mr stone before their match which takes place right now Mensa and Dar versus Wagner and Mr. Stone. Mr. Stone is absolutely shredded, by the way. I think it's probably maybe the first time I've seen him in the ring. Goddamn. Double choke slam by Vaughn. Stone leaps off of uh, Wagner's shoulders, delivering a splash. And then here comes Jackson and Lash Legend distracting the referee. Mensa cheap shot takes out Wagner's knees. Dar falls onto Wagner, pins, and wins. Uh, didn't really see the point of that distraction there at the end. Kind of took away from the match for, for me personally. Uh, but still a pretty damn solid opening match. Mr. Stone was pretty good. And I wouldn't, I think, making Mr. Stone and Wagner a tag team, that, that could work out pretty good. We move on. It is Chase U. Class is back in session, baby. JC Jane gets greeted by Rizzo of the family. JC hands Rizzo an envelope of cash with a little extra some something in there for perhaps a little greasing of the wheels for a Chase U tag team title shot possibility in the future. Uh, We got Ridge Holland going up against all of Gallus in a gauntlet match. Ridge versus Wolfgang up first. Wolfgang hit with a Northern Lights driver. Here comes Mark Coffey. He targets Holland's bad leg. Ridge rallies back, hits another Northern Lights driver. But then Joe Coffey jumps Holland, matches disqualified. Coffey with a chair. Ridge blocks, grabs the chair, and then goes to town on Gallus. Holland, scared by his own actions, just like sitting in the corner, traumatized. And yeah, that kind of sucked, honestly. Um... Does anybody really care about Ridge Holland? Like, not to be a dick about it, but, like, the dude just has nothing going on. Like, they're trying to do this, like, sympathy thing with him, but no one cares. Just join Gallus and be a heel, goddammit. Moving on. Lexus King talking trash about Mr. Stone's kids. Mr. Stone loses his mind, but Von Wagner stops Stone from whooping some ass or getting his ass kicked. I don't know. We move on. It's Gulak's clutch touch group or whatever the fuck. They're in the back admiring the Heritage Cup. Here comes Mensa and Dar. They tell him to beat it. And yeah, man, I, I like the idea of the clutch group or whatever the fuck they're called. Lots of good opponents in that group that could go on, have some really good matches with Dar. I think Gulak can do it. But I would like to see that Willy Wonka looking motherfucker have a, have a match with Gulak for the Heritage Cup. I just had his name, Charlie Dempsey. There it is. Willy Wonka, if you will. We move on. It's Lola Vice versus Tatum Paxley. NXT Women's Champion Lyra Valkyria runs down to support Tatum as she eats nice head kicks from Lola. Vice locks Tatum in a submission. Tatum forced to tap the booty. Lola Vice wins. Decent quick match. Pretty much all Lola Vice in this one. Valkyria showing Tatum support is nice, I guess, for their odd relationship that they're in. Valkyria carries a knocked-out Tatum to the back. Aw, that's sweet. And then Shotzi appears, challenges Valkyria for a title match. 
the champion accepts, so that match will go down next week. We got the family, Thawne and Stax, they're backstage talking strategy, getting ready for their title defense later on. Rizzo tells them they can't interfere in her upcoming match, or else. And we, we move to that match right now. Adriana Rizzo versus Jada Parker. Rizzo throwing hands at Parker. Yo, is Rizzo a lefty? She throwing lefties. She throwing lefts. I like that. Parker running forearm puts down Adriana for the W. Uh, you know, solid start here, I guess, for Rizzo. Using uh, brawler style offense kind of fits her character. So not bad, but not great or anything. Parker looking strong in this match. Pretty decent quick match. Not a lot to say. Corbin is backstage hyping up Breaker. Corbin is hungry for gold. He hasn't had a championship in six years. And he promises Braun Breaker if they win the tag team titles tonight, he will call themselves the Wolf Dogs. Once. Just once. We move on. Carmelo Hayes, the most hated man in NXT, going up against Joe Gacy. Gacy goes under the ring, confusing Melo, nails him with a dive. Gacy hitting multiple nice Uranagis, but not enough to put away Carmelo. Hayes with a code breaker, hits nothing but net, and grabs a W. Good effort here from Gacy, who I, I guess they're turning him babyface, because put him in the ring with the most hated guy. I, I guess that's what they're going for, but I don't know. He's in like a really weird spot. He's like crazy, and like, I don't know, but interesting. We'll see where how that develops. Melo, good selling, solid match right here. Dijak appears. He brutally beats down Gacy. Dijak pulls out a straight jacket, puts it on Gacy after a mighty struggle to get it on. The straight jacket match is 100% incoming for Gacy and Dijak, and it'll probably be pretty fucking good. It's Dijak. He's always good. We move on. Roxanne Perez is loudly venting in the women's locker room. Sinclair trying to be nice, help her out a little bit, eats a slap from Perez. Oh, damn. Roxanne Perez being a bitch right now. How dare you? North American champion Oba Femi, he cuts a promo, calling himself the dominant species or something like that, and he will beat anybody put in front of him. Out comes Lexus King, claims the king will beat the ruler. Oba grants King a title shot for next week. King then attacks Oba. Doesn't go very well for King, who needs to quickly retreat. Uh, you know, solid standard promo here for Oba. The best thing is is the crowd doing the who thing every time that he talks. That is that is fantastic. I don't know where that came from. It just happened immediately when he came out. So I don't know if that was already something that he was already doing. No idea, but I love it. I'm going to give it a thumbs up. We move on. It is Jensen. He finds Briggs, says uh, some sort of lame one-liner, and then they get it on, baby. They have themselves a good old fight in the back. So, yeah, it looks like uh, Briggs and Jensen are going to get into some sort of rivalry like friend versus friend to bring out the best out of someone i don't know it seems like a big old nothing really but we'll see where it goes we'll see we have kiana james with izzy dane going up against brinley reese izzy quickly gets involved hits reese with a mean lariat sloppy but cool squat tko from brinley we got a near fall right there kiana hits the 401k pins brinley and picks up the w Match was nothing special. Brindley, you know, she has potential. She's really athletic. She can sell quite good. Uh, just clean up that squat TKO, and that should make a really good finisher, I would say. Nothing wrong with a good old TKO. And Kiana solid as always. 
We have Anofi and Blade feeling bad for Br for Brinley, expecting her to feel bad after that loss. But Reese comes in, she's cartwheeling her way towards them, she's all amped, and just really happy that she just had a match, regardless if she lost. And goddammit, I, I think I like Brinley Reese now. That was that was awesome. So good attitude. We'll see where that goes. We have Roxanne Perez. She demands a title shot from Ava Rain. Ava shuts that shit down, says, You're fighting the girl you punched in the face just moments ago, Ren Sinclair. That will go down next week. But now it's time for the main event NXT Tag Team Championships on the line. The family, Tony D'Angelo and Channing Stax Lorenzo, defending against Braun Breaker and Baron Corbin. Stax finally gets the tag to Dawn, who goes off with suplexes. Dawn hurls Stax over the ropes onto the Wolf Dogs. Corbin and Breaker hit cool cutters on Stax. We get a near fall right there. Wolf Dogs nail a wicked assisted power slam on the Dawn, but Stax is there to make the save. The family bada bing, bada boom, Breaker through the announce table. Goodness gracious, thumbs up. Vic's candy is everywhere. Pinfall is broken up by Corbin. Corbin then nails end of days on Stax. Dawn takes out Corbin, allowing Breaker to break Stax in half with a spear. Pins and new NXT Tag Team Champions. It's the Wolf Thags, Baron Corbin, Braun Breaker. Damn, that was a banger. Absolute banger main event right there. Dawn and Stax, they had a really good run as champions, really enjoyed the whole gimmick, and yeah, man, I, I'm just, I'm a sucker for the Italian stuff, if they have that, oh, accent, I love it, but it's wolf, ta wolf dog time, baby, Stax the punching bag out there taking all the bumps in this match, well done from him, Dawn out hot tagging Braun Breaker, that was surprising, both men coming in on hot tags, and I thought Braun Breaker was going to absolutely destroy, but goes to show how much the you know they think dawn quite highly of dawn and so do i breaker though just a mutant out there so intense this guy's becoming one of my favorites in wwe right now uh thumbs up for his performance and the chemistry of breaker and corbin has been so freaking awesome so far really looking forward to their title reign uh, we'll talk about what's going on with Braun Breaker on SmackDown in just a moment. That's an 8 out of 10 right there. That was a banger main event and a solid NXT overall. Wrestling was okay. The main event, obviously worth your time checking out for that wrestling match. Ridge and Gallus stuff has been very dull. I could not give one shred of a shit about it. Like, just move on. Chase U back in the classroom. That's awesome to see. And Obafemi, you know, he's doing all right. There's a lot of people... You know, my wife, she's like, what, what is this guy? I'm like, I, I kind of like him. I think he's doing a pretty good job uh, getting thrown the ball, if you will. And I think he's running with it. Six out of ten for NXT this week. And we go to SmackDown in Salt Lake City, Utah. We got The Rock. He arrives in his Ford F9000. Like, Jesus, man, take it easy. That That is a huge truck right there. Who needs all that truck? Moving on, we got the elimination qualifier match. We got Dom Mysterio going up against Kevin Owens. Dom Dom cuts a little promo before the match. He's getting big boos from Utah. R-Truth appears out of nowhere, distracting Kevin Owens. We get a nice lariat and senton on the outside by KO. The cannonball, the frog splash, but it's Dom kicking out of that. And then he hits a 619. KO kicks out of that. 
Dom demands Truth to get him a chair, and Truth does so very slowly, slow enough that Kevin Owens recovers, nails a nasty-looking pop-up powerbomb, pins, and qualifies for the Elimination Chamber. Good opening match right here. Dom resilient effort, Kevin Owens hit him with freaking every big move he has in his arsenal, except for the stunner, I think. Owens dominating victory, and R-Truth continues to have no idea what is going on. I just, I don't get it. It's funny, and it was a good match. Seven, at the Drew McIntyre is greeted by LA Knight, yeah, backstage. Drew brags about his resume in the WWE. LA Knight brings up McIntyre ain't won shit since LA Knight showed up in the WWE, yeah. Things get heated, the referees and management break them up and separate them before things get too heated. We move on, it's Tyler Bate and Pete Dunne getting interviewed about their recent success as tag team and upcoming match versus the Judgment Day at Elimination Chamber for the Tag Team Championships. Bates suggests the name of New Catch Republic. I will say not the best name, but it's it's at least a good sign that they're giving the team a name. Hoping for a good long run out of these two guys right here. And then Dom shows up. He says something mean to build up a little bit more uh, rivalry heat between these two teams. We have another Elimination Chamber qualifying match up next. Selena Vega versus Tiffany Stratton of NXT. We get a nice moonsault to the outside by Selena. Like Gato appear in the crowd. They're just keeping an eye on Selena for now. LWO show up to make sure that um, Legato's eye on Selena isn't too much of an eye on Selena, you know what I'm saying? Anyway, Stratton hits a nasty Bama Slamma. We get a 619 to Tiffany's knee. That stops the moonsault. Then a Meteora by Vega. That's a near fall. Selena has heard enough trash talk from Lopez on the outside. She attacks her. Tiffany takes advantage, spinebuster, moonsault, squishing poor Selena. That was a nasty landing on that moonsault. And Stratton qualifies for the Elimination Chamber. Nice performance from both women. You know, too bad I can't have both of these two women in the chamber. I'm a big fan of both. LWO and the Legato drama. That's getting more heat. So I guess, again, they want Selena to get into that kind of thing instead of... I really just want her to go, man. I Not to, like... Go like just put the spotlight on Selena. Like right now, it's kind of on the tag team of LWO. But Selena, man, she's so talented. She's so good in the ring. She's got a great gimmick. Like her, she's great on the microphone. I just love her. I love Selena so much. She's so fantastic. But Tiffany should be a great addition in the chamber. And this was a really solid match. We move on. It's AOP, the authors of pain, Akeem and Razar. They get they have themselves a little squash match. Uh, the finish has them hitting the super collider and that neckbreaker powerbomb combo. It is an okay um, performance here from AOP. Still not like I know I I know the thing with them last time they were here and then they left. They were they're pretty clunky, a little green. I could still see that in their short match right here, but yeah, I mean squash matches is probably best suited for them right at this moment. We'll see where that goes. We move on to yet another elimination qualifying match. It's The Miz going up against United States champion Logan Paul. Logan gets none of his standing moonsault, just looks terrible, and an awkward recovery to boot. Paul Little Frog Splash on the apron. Miz recovers with a Lunblower, hits the It Kicks. Logan hits Miz with his own finisher. We got a near fall right there. Miz takes the brass knuckles away from Paul. Logan kicks the ropes into Miz's wiener. 
drives Miz down with some sort of move and pins. Logan Paul qualifies for the Elimination Chamber. Shaky start to this match. Turned it around, though, and actually had a pretty solid back-and-forth match with some nice near falls. Logan Paul, good cocky heel performance out there. And Miz, he just... He's awesome, and I think he works probably the best with Logan Paul so far. I know Ricochet was pretty good with him too, but who knows where Ricochet is right now. We move on. You guessed it. It's another Elimination Chamber qualifying match. It's Naomi versus Alba Fire with Nyla Dawn. Naomi crossbody off of the top. Alba, nice face buster move. And then Dawn cheap shot, fire or sorry, Dawn, cheap shot, Alba Fire with the roll-up. We get a near fall right there. Naomi counters a gory special, hits a knee strike right in the face, into a submission, and Naomi qualifies for the Elimination Chamber. This one, too, a little bit clunky, uh, lots of interference in this one. Didn't really jive with this match. Meh. We got Nick Aldis. He announces the newest member of SmackDown, Braun Breaker. But not his NXT Tag Team Champion partner, Baron Corbin. He can go fuck himself, apparently. Just Braun Breaker, but yeah, that'll be interesting. I was thinking about it. I would imagine Corbin's probably like, I'm good at just staying at NXT. I don't want to do double duty, double travel. But for Braun Breaker, this guy, he could be big in like the next year or two. So yeah, I'm pretty excited to see what they're going to do with this guy on SmackDown. Should be a lot of fun. We move on. It's Roman Reigns and the Bloodline in the ring. Salt Lake City acknowledges Roman, and then Reigns announces The Rock is a part of the bloodline. The Rock arrives, he's wearing a real fancy vest, and says, finally. Utah gives Rock some booze, and then they give him a whole bunch of booze. Rock goes heel on the crowd, calling them inbred fatties. Holy shit. Rock pissed the crowd turned on him and shows Cody Rhodes over The Rock for WrestleMania. Rock tells the crowd, no more chanting with the Rock if you smell what the bloodline is cooking. Oh, baby, fuck yes. Heel Rock is back, and I fucking love this promo right here. I much prefer the Rock when he's a heel, and oh, buddy, this was awesome. Much prefer this over, you know, him cheering, like making the crowd do a 27-minute long cheer. Really boring, really bleh. This is dope. Oh, buddy, this reminds me of Back when uh, Toronto, we booed The Rock at WrestleMania. We chose Hulk Hogan, and The Rock never let Canada forget it. And yeah, so I, I still don't think Toronto is allowed to cheer with The Rock. But now apparently Salt Lake isn't allowed to either. So thumbs up for that promo right there from The Rock. Uh, Roman and the Bloodline, they didn't say anything really. They just brought The Rock out. The Rock said a whole bunch of shit. And it was awesome, yeah. And that's the end of SmackDown. Solid SmackDown this week. The good opening match and strong ending segment. That was great. I love where they have turned the story around with The Rock and The Bloodline. Looked like, you know, they're going to do the classic, ah, we're the WWE. We do what we want, not what you want. And we're just going to force The Rock and Roman and people are going to hate it. But now they turned it around, turn Rock heel, making them team up, team up with The Bloodline. Fucking love that. That's awesome. And there were a lot of Elimination Chamber qualifying matches on this show. Some were solid, some were stankers. And yeah, 6 out of 10 for SmackDown this week. And now, we head over to AEW Dynamite there in Austin, Texas. We're kicking off this show with John Moxley versus Dax Harwood. Oh boy, we're going to have some red chests. 
Moxley puts his hands behind his back, and Dax plants a kiss right on Moxley's mouth. (laughs) Spectacular. Just spectacular. Moxley slingshots Dax into the ring post and the steel steps at the same time. Both men ramming their heads into into each other like they're freaking animals. Like, and Dax was like going at it, man. He was not pulling back. Moxley took like two of them. He's like, "Yep, that's enough. I'm good." War, uh, sorry, Harwood, nice old school pile driver, and Moxley, jealous. He also hits a nice old school pile driver. Dax nails a brainbuster, misses a top rope headbutt. Moxley catches Dax in the chokehold, and Dax forced to tap out Moxley with the big. Dabia, great classic brawl for Mox and Dax right here. Tons of stiff strikes. Really like the old school offense. I mean, who doesn't love a pile driver? And at then, that was a great match. Moxley attacks Dax after the bell. Here comes Wheeler. He runs down to save Dax, but Claudio arrives and helps Moxley beat the crap out of FTR. We move on. Don Callis family calling out Will Ospreay for a match at Revolution. Yes, please. I want it to be Takeshka versus Osprey. That's it. Let's do it. We got Wardlow versus Barrett Brown, apparently. Knee to the face, powerbomb. Wardlow wins yet another squash match. Okay, so at this point, Wardlow has over 100 matches in AEW. Probably more than that. And this guy's still doing squash matches. Like, I kind of get it. You don't want to have him consistently squashing guys on your main roster because then you're going to make your main roster look like shit and only making Wardlow look good I don't know man it's just can we get Wardlow can you I think he can wrestle he can have wrestling matches he doesn't have to just have squash matches please all right moving on young bucks they're using a private jet to travel now apparently they also arrive to the arena in a big old fancy limo and they're still wearing the outfits covered in sting and Darby's blood which is now turned like a disgusting brown yuck We move on. It's Edge versus Danny Garcia. Garcia hits a mid-rope dragon screw, and then we get this, like, avalanche hip-toss thingy from Edge. I don't know. Garcia avoids the spear, but gets locked in a crossface. Killswitch and Nick Wayne come down. They attack Edge, and the match is over. Christian arrives with chairs. Matt Menard stops Christian, but gets blindsided by Killswitch. He's done. Patriarchy beat down Garcia. Edge returns with a chair, clears the ring, has Christian all alone. But then Mama Wayne shows up. She low blows Edge. Christian delivers a concerto to Edge and another. Great heel moment for Christian and the Patriarchy. Thumbs up. Match prior, it was okay. Kind of boring, honestly, and the DQ finish stinks. Admittedly, pretty fucking disappointed with that match. And it looks like uh, Danny Garcia is going to join Edge in the fight versus the Patriarchy. So, okay, I guess you can get, have an ally here. Makes sense. With Danny Garcia, kind of an up-and-coming guy with some fan support. Get that Edge rub. Okay, I can see it kind of working out. But, I don't know, lately the Edge things it's already cooled off quite a bit. Like, they're, they're not doing a very good job with him. Uh like the Christian and the Edge stuff, that's been good. But the matches that Edge has been in so far, they've been kind of eh. And the segments that Edge have been putting on, his promos haven't been quite as amazing. Like he's not on the level of Christian right now. Christian's on a planet of his own. He's incredible. But Edge and I will. I'm Edge is my favorite wrestler of all time. And you know it's been a little bit disappointing. But you know, well, I'll give it some more time. 
We move on. AEW champion Samoa Joe cuts a promo addressing the Swerve versus Hangman draw last week. And he's not impressed that it is now a triple threat match for the title. He warns Adam and Swerve they may walk into Revolution, but they are limping out. Oh, baby, that's so badass. Swerve arrives, tells Joe to put some respect on his name. And then Hangman comes out. He's ranting that last week was some bullshit. I agree. Swerve didn't win last week, so it should be Samoa Joe versus Hangman one-on-one. Samoa Joe has heard enough, says he's going wor- wh- to whoop both they asses at Revolution and leaves again like a badass. Awesome promo from Samoa Joe. Hangman was also very awesome. I love how fucking angry he is right now. He's really displaying that in a, in a very entertaining way. Thumbs up for them. And Swerve, he was all right. We got Tony Storm. She gets a cover-up tattoo over the friendship tattoo she got with Diana Perrazzo. Oh my god. Tony making tons of funny faces throughout the tattoo process. And Diana Perrazzo reacts and is very upset about it, no doubt. We move on. It's the Young Bucks, Matthew and Nicholas Jackson versus Top Flight, Dante and Darius Martin with Action Andretti. Nicholas losing the hat. Aha! I knew he wasn't going to be able to keep that thing on. It's impossible. We get a neat top rope stomp slash knee to the bag combo by the Bucks. Darius, nice standing Spanish fly, just straight up. Matt caught by the referee using the ropes. EVP trigger and the Bucks win. I am starting to feel the Bucks' new gimmick, man, more and more each week as they descend into this, like, douchebag madness. It is pretty awesome right now. Solid tag match, nice performance from Top Flight, and then the Bucks get interviewed by Shivani after the match. Uh, the Bucks tr- trash-talking Top Flight. Hot-headed Nicholas is very angry Angry with Shivani. He finds him $1,000 and then shoves Tony to the ground. <gasps> Bucks gonna give Sh- Shivani an EVP trigger, but Darby is here for the rescue with a baseball bat. Bucks run for their lives, Darby trashing the Bucks, gives them what they want, and that is a tag team title shot at Revolution in Sting's last match. Oh, buddy, yeah, this is some good stuff right here. Bucks healing it up hard, pushing Tony Schiavone down. Like, oh my god, that's like pushing down good old JR. Moving on, it is the acclaimed and Bullet Club Gold. They are going to do a 12-man tag team match on Rampage. Goodness gracious, that's a lot of men. We move on. Willow Nightingale with Hathaway versus Sky Blue with Julia Hart. Willow pouncing Blue out of the ring. You know I love that. Blue nails a nice mid-rope powerbomb. Then the Code Blue pins, but Hathaway distracts the referee. Willow sit-out powerbomb steals the W from Blue. Willow deserved the W anyway. I think she dominated the majority of this match. Really good effort from her. And Sky Blue selling those, uh, those pounces were fucking awesome she just flew out of the ring it was excellent and Hathaway helping out Willow was actually kind of surprising because Chris Statlander wasn't out there like forcing him to clap and cheer and stuff so maybe Hathaway is starting to like Willow solid match we move on it's main event time Texas death match for the international championship Orange Cassidy defending against Matt Taven Orange thrown towards the barricade. He just leaps over it, clears that, makes the crowd go freaking wild. Taven elbow drop to Cassidy off of the stage through a table. 
Not the best looking table spot. So Taven suplexes Orange on the table debris. Taven hits a nasty knee strike to Orange. That busts him open real bad. Blood everywhere. Taven torpedo dive misses. He crashes through a table like face first. Fucking awesome. Thumbs up for that. Chucky T has a Valentine's Day gift waiting for Orange underneath the ring. It's a box of thumbtacks. Oh my goodness. Orange takes a back bump onto the tacks. Taven splashes into the tacks like all hands right there. Just ugh. Orange tornado DDT into the thumbtacks. That was amazing. Thumbs up. Bennett shows up. Blast Cassidy in the head with a heart. Like his big wooden heart thing. Beretta arrives, hits Bennett with a pipe. Taven whips a chair into Trent's head really, really hard. Orange punch, then a chair, or sorry, a chain-wrapped orange punch. Roddy shows up, hits Beretta for some reason. Taven can't answer the 10 count, and Cassidy retains the title. Holy macaroni, what a bloody massacre of a deathmatch. So much blood. Taven bleeding, Cassidy bleeding a shit ton. Not shy at all with those thumbtacks. That was brutal, especially, I mean, it was all bad, but like just fucking Taven going hands first off of the top rope into the thumbtacks just oh makes me cringe and I have not honestly I have not seen Taven in this type of match or I don't even think I've seen him in a singles match he was excellent that was a great match and a great performance Cassidy I mean he's the freaking man another banger of a match 8.5 at then check this one out and that's the end of the show good dynamite this week Wardlow squash matches are absolutely pointless at this point, I would say. Edge and Garcia, that was a letdown. And kind of the edge thing, it's starting to wear wear off a little bit. Opening and closing matches were absolute bangers. Check those out. Young Bucks gimmick right now is getting really good. I'm starting to enjoy that development. And Samoa Joe, Hangman, that's and the Swerve segment, that was some great shit. Especially Joe and Hangman, they are just on fire right now. Really good shit. 7 out of 10 for Dynamite. And we slide into Rampage, kicking off this show with a no-disqualification match. It's Jeff Hardy versus Sammy Guevara. Jeff grabs a ladder, and Guevara kicks it right into Hardy's face. How you doing? Sammy top-roped stomps Hardy onto the apron. Looked pretty painful. Jeff nails a twist of fate off of the ladder. Just beautiful. Sammy manages to kick out of that somehow. Guevara cutter onto the chair with some sort of guillotine situation. That also looks painful. Sammy then climbs the ladder, delivers a perfect swanton bomb through the table. Thumbs up for that. Scared the hell out of me. I thought he was way too close, but he picture perfect swanton bomb. Guevara gets cocky, goes for a shooting star press, but Hardy gets the knees up. And that was just an all-around nasty bump for both men. A nasty landing for Guevara. And Guevara also landing on, like, Hardy's head. Just, ouch. Guevara hits the GTH and puts away Hardy for the W. Wicked opening match. Gave me that old-school TLC vibes from the old WrestleManias. Especially that, that perfect swanton off of the ladder through the table. That was great. And Jeff Hardy, man, still can't pick up a win, but he just continues to have great matches right now. And Guevara channeling his inner Jeff Hardy tonight. That was well done stuff. Seven and a half at then. And then Powerhouse Hobbs attacks Guevara after the bell, continuing on their little rivalry with the Don Callis family. 
we move on to a series of promos from a, a bunch of people. We got a solid quick promo from Brian Cage, and then a quick goofy promo from Private Party. And then it's Moxley and Claudio's turn. Moxley's doing his thing, and then he throws it over to Claudio, and Claudio just proceeds to lay down a awful, confusing, nonsensical promo, and Moxley's just looking on. He's like, yeah, pretty much. Like, yeah, this dude can wrestle, but he can't speak for shit. Fucking hilarious, but like, Claudio, what the hell, man? Jesus. We got Ruby Soho. She's up next. She's telling Soraya that she needs space away from the outcast, so... I would imagine they're basically broken up at this point. And now we move on to some wrestling. It's a trios tag team match. Dustin Rhodes with Ross and Marshall Von Eric going up against uh, Cruz, I think Shibashi or something, and a dude named Hit. Yeah. Well, Iron Claws are locked in by the Von Eriks. Dustin hits a final reckoning for a quick squash W. This was random as fuck. Moving on. We got Tony Storm. She absolutely loses it. During an interview, she starts locking in submissions on poor Mariah May, who's just accepting all these submissions with a smile on her face. That was pretty awesome right there. Good stuff. Now we have Queen Amanada versus Anna Jay. Will the Queen pick up her first W? Both, both women rubbing their buttocks into each other's faces, showing some disrespect. Nice backstabber from Anna J, and Queen fires up with a couple of wicked loud chops. Those were awesome, and a nice hip attack in the corner. Aminata fights out of a choke, hits a headbutt, pins, and wins. Yes, Queen Aminata picking up the big W. Good resilient performance from her. She just continues to be really, really solid. And Anna, a good sport about it. She shakes Queen's hand after the match, and they don't fight about it. Yeah, really solid match right here. We move on. It's Hathaway. He claims he is all good with Willow Nightingale now. Uh, We'll see. I mean, he kind of has been, so all right. We have Ruby Soho and Angelo Paca. They speak with each other. Angelo, a rambly mess. He's apologizing and, and all that crap. Ruby just says, shh, 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 and just asks Angelo out for a drink. But that's taking place next week because Ruby is busy tonight. And now we get to the main event. 12-man tag team match. It's the Jeff Jarrett squad and the Dark Order versus the Acclaimed and Bullet Club Gold. So this was just chaotic. We finish it off with a chaotic finisher fest. Daddy Ass hits the 310 to Yuma with his son, pins, and wins. Yeah, just out of control. 12-man tag team match as expected. Uh, Johnny Hungy, you know, my boy out there, he was fairly noticeable. He's just so fast, and, and man, I love that guy. Pretty entertaining main event, not really my style of thing. Uh, just, yeah, it was okay, I guess. And, yeah, that's the end of the show. Interesting rampage this week. Uh, that onslaught of little promos and segments. Like, what was that all about? Why'd they bundle it all together? Why couldn't they spread it out throughout the show a little bit better? What the fuck was up with Claudio? Did he even know he was going to be possibly talking tonight? Like, I don't know what that was about. That was all weird. The Von Erich squash match with Dustin. Like, what? What do we do? What is that about? It's so random. And the 12-team, or the 12-man tag team was 
okay is just too many cooks in the kitchen, man. Like, I already hate the Jeff Jarrett squad thing. Like, I cannot freaking stand it. It's so annoying to me. And, uh, yeah, other than that, I mean, Queen picking up her first win, that was pretty wicked. And the opening match, no disqualification. You can't go wrong. Jeff Hardy, Sammy Guevara. But, yeah, still having a problem with, like, balancing out this show. The show overall was a little bit disappointing because we're not having a collision this week or next week. I was kind of expecting Rampage to be, like, fully fucking loaded. Like, big, big names and matches. And it was just kind of, like, not that at all. Like, the opening was was pretty good. But the rest, eh, five and a half out of ten for Rampage. Uh Better luck next week, I guess. And we'll finish it out now with the three stars. Like I said, there is no collision this week. Thank you very much, NBA All-Star Weekend and all that crap. But let's get to the three stars of the week. Starting out with a shout-out here. I got to shout-out that Jeff Hardy versus Sammy Guevara. No disqualification match on Rampage. If you enjoyed those old-school TLC matches, you're, it'll scratch that itch a little bit. You get some of the some of the spots were very reminiscent of those matches. And it was enjoyable, but not good enough for the three stars. We get there now. Third star goes to... It's Dax Harwood versus John Moxley on Dynamite. Super old-school brawl right here. Lots of chops and strikes. But they also threw in that old-school uh, offense, like pile drivers and shit like that. And they did a really good job. Like, AEW sometimes, there's particular wrestlers that use a lot of big offensive moves. And sometimes it kind of waters, or um, is that is that, like, waters down the, the offensive uh, power, there you go, I'm struggling with this, this sentence right here, but, um, this match, they were spreading it out enough that, like, a pile driver was devastating, and, like, a DDT was devastating, really enjoyed that, good enough for the third star this week, second star goes to Braun Breaker and Baron Corbin versus the family NXT tag team title match on NXT, Awesome, man. I'm a huge fan of Breaker and Corbin, the tag team map now. They're so much fun, especially Braun Breaker, man. This guy is outstanding lately, and the family love their love their run as the champions and hoping the future is bright for these guys. Is there a, a call-up in the future for these guys? I kind of, like, eventually I imagine yes, but I think the tag team division up on the main roster, doing pretty good right now, I think the Dawn, uh, the family, stick around on NXT for a little bit longer, and I'll be good with that, and the first star goes to, it's Taven versus Orange Cassidy, international championship match, in a Texas deathmatch style, on Dynamite this week, good lord, Texas death, basically a last man standing match, and with Taven, I've never seen him in this environment, he's always been in a tag team, uh, as long as I've been watching him, but yeah, he really stepped up in this match, it was a little bit random, like, oh, Taven, like, oh, okay, but dude can wrestle, and we all know Orange Cassidy's fucking outstanding, puts on another banger, and picks up another first star of the week award, congratulations, and that is the show, everybody, thank you so much for listening, slash, slash, watching, 
Next week, there is a, I think it's Elimination Chamber next week, so I'll be having an extra pay-per-view review for that, and I'll try and throw in my predictions during the recap, so there should be two episodes for the WrestleCast next week, so be on the lookout for that. In terms of the GamerCast, I'm pretty sure I'll be doing one review of one of the games that I'm playing currently. If not, I will, I'll have something else there for you, so that should be on probably Friday or Saturday, and the hockey cast. We're getting close to the trade deadline, so yeah, it's going to be a fun hockey cast this week, probably dropping that on Wednesday. And there you go, everybody. Thank you so much for listening slash viewing this podcast. You want to help me out, uh, just hit that review, you know, the stars, hit the thumbs up, do whatever you got to do, be honest, be real. If there's anything wrong with the podcast, send an email, like, you know, I'm, I'm all good with constructive criticism and all that stuff. And if you want to send in a question for the podcast related to wrestling, video games, hockey, just general podcasting questions, doesn't matter, send in a question. You, I upload all these to the YouTube channel, Gamer GX Videos. The links are all in the description. Drop a comment on one of the videos. I'll read it. I'll put it in a podcast episode. Read your question out live and answer it. That'll be a lot of fun. Email address is there as well, and there's a Twitter page for announcements and all that jazz. So yeah, there you go, everybody, and hopefully you're having yourselves a good weekend, all that good stuff. Be safe, be good, and we will be back again with some more GX Plus Cast. <laughs>